This episode is sponsored by PuttView Books. These are some of the best yardage books out there. So whether you're headed to your next tournament at a course you've never played at, or you're just looking to get a little more info at your home course that you play every day, you're going to want to check these out. There's two cool things you need to know. One is the green maps. These are some really detailed info on the greens that you're headed into. So you know the slopes before you even get there. And you can look at the pin position and kind of understand what's going on. I really like the kind of heat map almost look that you can see. Really clear, really simple, very useful. The other thing I like is some of the info that you get off the tee. So with the yardages to carry and then some of the rollout info as well. Plus, what does the ground look like in the fairway? Which way are things going to run off as well? So really good info on both those things. Clear, well-designed. Design is important to me, and I like the design of these quite a bit. So. You're going to check these out, puttviewbooks.com, over 30,000 courses worldwide. I bet they're going to have what you're looking for when you plug in that golf course. You're definitely going to check these out, puttviewbooks.com, so you're more prepared the next tournament you're headed into. We're on a mission to help golfers from all over the world achieve their goals by understanding what it actually takes to play their best golf. We're talking with leading instructors, researchers, and players themselves to find what is actually working. Hey, thanks for joining us today. You are listening to one of our partner shows. It is the Tour Coach Podcast with Tony Ruggiero. He has some phenomenal guests on talking about teaching tour pros. He'll have his players on. It's always a great show. Today was another great episode. I want to share that with you here on the Golf Science Lab Podcast. Let's get into it. From Key Largo, Florida, Ocean Reef, VIP camp. Got the A-team with me here. I've got my man Colby Touye with me, K. Wayne. I got Greg Carton, GC3. Got Scott Lynn, the doc. Got Wayne Flint and Jay Coffin in our studio audience. Yes, Sitting here hanging out, formerly of the Golf Channel. Now he's just a renegade rogue. Legend. A legend. If, If you see anything crazy posted on my social media, it was probably him. Anyways, I just wanted to talk a little bit. Because we had somebody say something today that I thought was interesting, and I shared it with you. So I thought we'd talk about this. Lady said to me, she said, you know, you've got something really special going on here. And I said, what? (laughs) 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 Right? And she said, uh, I've never seen this much talent in a group of people that had this much fun working together, that cared this much about each other. And I think that that's impressive. And this is a woman who's very successful and uh, traveled a long way to work with us. That was one of the things, like every now and then in our business, to me, somebody says something and you kind of stop. And it's like, it's not always the tour players that say something that hits you. And uh, I was like, man, that's a pretty cool deal. And so, Greg, I'm going to start with you. I think it's pretty unique what we do here. And I keep saying that, not in a promotional way, but the way we all work together, I think, is a cool thing. And you know I love all you guys like you're my brothers. And we're pretty damn close. I feel the same way and I say the same thing every time I come down here that these camps are successful and they've all been successful because people realize you can have a good time and you can get better at the same time and it's nothing's ever been different at these camps everyone gets along and the people that come to the camps strangers people that have come forever they all have the same experience they have a great time and we work well together everyone supports each other and i think that's what's most important so doc 
Is this different than other things you see out there, people working? Yeah, I mean, I've been in a lot of situations where it feels like really serious. Like, and we got to remember, it's just a little white ball. We're trying to hit closer to a little hole. Like, it's not life or death. And that's the good thing about DC. Like, the, the tunes are blaring. Like, people are having fun. And I, I love working with all you guys because you, you never are afraid to say something or say, hey, let's try this or let's try that. And, like, no one's ever going to get offended that you tried to say that or whatever. Everyone's just working together trying to make people better. And, and you know, we'll admit, I, I think I've done it multiple times. I'm like, try this. I'm like, oh, yeah, don't do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, it doesn't that. work. Right? <laughs> Whereas in other places, I think I've been, ooh, should I say something now? Should I not say something now? And, like, and it's quiet and everyone's nervous and, like, man, I think the kids are having fun. And I think the kids help each other, too, which is awesome. Like yep. You send those yeah, kids out on the golf course part. and, like, the older kids are helping the younger kids and they're all, well, it seems like a big team, which is awesome. One of our best players here plays at Mississippi State, come up here just 20 minutes ago, said, I think that me and Will, one of the other college players, should go help and work with some of the younger players tomorrow. And I think that's yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the theme of the whole deal. And uh, one of the things I like is that I think also we've done this enough that we all kind of know. I know Colby said to me once during one of the two days, like, you need to get Doc to step in and say, that, like, what's Doc will think about that? And then today he said, like, Tony, you need to step in and say something. So, Colby, what is it you like about the way we work, if you do like it? Which is a <laughs> no, big question. No, man. Like, uh, I like everything about it. Like, there's, it's such an honor and a unique opportunity for me to be a part of something, in my opinion, that's so special. Because every time I come to this thing, I, I see it with my own eyes, you know, so I'm able to witness the impact that we have on the people we get to work with. But, and they get better. But it also makes me better. Like, every time I come to these things, like, that's what excites me. Like, knowing that you're here, Wayne's here, Doc's here, Doc Part Two's here. <laughs> like, um, it's, it's one of the most rewarding experiences for me from my professional career that I've been involved in. You know, and I've had an opportunity to work with, have some pretty special oh, opportunities come, come my way. But for me, just the opportunity to be a part of something bigger than myself and and being able to, to come into an environment where we're all kind of working toward the same goal and have the same, you know, end goal in mind to try to help as many people as we can, try to grow the game, try to develop a younger generation in golf and, and show them how golf is, it's really a gratifying sport, but it's a lifetime sport that you can use these lessons that we're able to do. Like you said, when you have a lot of your, more your accomplished, your older players, you collegiate players that's wanting to step into a mentorship role. Mm -hmm. That's why we do it. I, mean, that's I think that's I our job. That's, I mean, that's our why, job to make them know, men. That's why even, you know, six, seven years ago when we would do it at Mobile under the under dome. that tent. You know, yeah. yeah. Kids that are now mentoring other kids yeah. were the ones being mentored then. Correct. And they're still here. They're still coming yeah. back. They're still getting something out of these. But I, it's, it's good, man, because, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity. That's why I don't even think twice when it's presented to me to be able to get around some of the best in the business. I mean, that's how you, you're gonna get better and that's how you learn. You, just, you surround yourself with successful people with the right goals in mind and then it's a win-win for everybody. Yeah, and I do, what, two or three of these a year? Maybe probably more than that. And then like, I don't know, probably 10 or 12 times a year, you post like, oh, this kid just won a tournament or whatever and we all get on social media and yeah. we're like, you feel like, and these kids love it. They're, they mm -hmm. love it when you congratulate on them. I can't tell you how many times I'm teaching a kid at home and we'll be working on something and I'll say something and a kid will say, 
you remember when Dr. Lynn had me do this? Or you remember Colby had me do this drill? Or a kid will say, you remember when Greg took me out for drinks? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Doc part two. <laughs> Doc part two. But, you know, but, like, I think that's the cool thing. And that's why, like, when I'm big on the team, I think I always wanted to be on a big team. And personally, myself and my idols growing up were always, like, basketball coaches and NFL football coaches that had a big team around them. So when I had the opportunity to work with, like, professional athletes, I kind of wanted to do the same thing. And then I've just been fortunate to keep surrounding myself people of the best of the world. And so I'm going to switch this to Wayne for a minute. First of all, Wayne, recent new member of the Golf Magazine Top 100. Congrats. Yeah, boy. Wayne-o. the Drano. You, you got to teach during some of the heyday of the Golf Digest schools that had some of the greats. And I think one of the things, too, that people don't nowadays – is they don't pay enough attention to how great some of those greats of the people that came before us. And they just think with all the science and all the stuff that we have now, like they don't realize how great some of these people were. But how is this culture different or is it the same from what you encountered? Because those were some, those were the very first big golf schools where people really went to. And like a little bit of what I do is a model of the stories you've told me where you would get the best people in the world. How is this the same? Is it different? compare well it's it's a lot the same tony you know back then you know we were all in awe of the great teachers the toskies and the jim flicks and the davis loves and the paul runyons and you know you can go on and on and on because there was you know there were 25 of them right they were great teachers they were worldwide recognized instructors and you know, they were they were great at sitting down after the camps were over. Maybe not as much in the middle of it, but when the camps were over at night when we were having dinner, I mean, they were very willing to share and, and give us all the knowledge and information that they had. And, you know, trying to mold us and trying to teach us to be better teachers, to be good teachers, great teachers. You know, whatever path we decided we wanted to do. And... You know, I think this is the same thing. The The only thing that I think is a little bit different is we do the same thing, but the group that we have here, we're, we become friends. I mean, you know, we'll be in the middle of a lesson and I'll ask, I'll ask Dr. Scott something about the force plate because he's, he's an expert at it and I'm not. And I'll, or I'll ask Colby something about, you know, does, you know, does his hips being tight, does that, does that hurt him? In the, and he'll and he'll take time, the same as the other guys used to take time. And and I, you know, I don't ever feel like I'm asking a stupid question. Just because I don't know doesn't mean I I'm stupid. It means I'm I want to know, right? Right. And uh, Dr. Carton, you know, I I talked to him today about my son. He's been very gracious and talked to my son and tried to help him. And we talked about him, and he was like, I hadn't heard from him. How's he doing? And you know, so we're 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 a little more friends than we were then. I mean, we were all, as the younger teachers, we were all in awe of the great guys. But now, you know, being around you guys, I feel like I feel like more of a, a friendship deal. And, and I think our kids are the same way. I, you know, the William Wine, he, he came out to me today and he said, you know, how to, how to go out there with the little guys, you know, because we were laughing about the little guys and trying to teach them and, Make you know. Those little guys. Yeah, I mean, cor- <laughs> you know, try to corral them and get them to keep their feet still for a second and hit, you know, make a divot. And, you know, so we were chuckling about them because, you know, let's face it, those two little guys are running around like, you know, 
cats, you know, that just got hit by a rocking chair. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're they're crazy, right? They're having fun. With that, but... I mean, they're having a lot of fun, you know, and and to be able to get them to make a divot and hit a chip shot and. You know, so he was laughing, and then the next thing you know, he comes up to you and he says, "Hey, how about us go try to help those guys a little bit?" You know, because they, you know, the thing that's amazing is when a little guys got in there, you know, and you turned on the technology and y'all started talking about what the weight was doing and everything. Man, they paid attention, didn't they? You know, yeah, so they they want the first time yeah. in their lives. They want hard, <laughs> you know, they want hard to learn. <laughs> and you know, I think the older kids see the little kids doing that. And they say, well, these kids are trying to learn. And it wasn't too long ago they were the little kids, you know. And I think that's a special part of it. And the fact that we keep the older guys coming back when they used to be the younger guys, I think that's the coolest part because that shows it means back. something to them. Saying that to Jay. So, Jay, you worked for the Golf Channel for a long time. You've been around a lot of golf recently. I mean, you're on your own and doing great stuff. You've been bringing your son to these. Why do you like bringing your son to these? Other than hanging out with us at this table, which is clearly a bonus. We're in the keys, dude. We're in the keys. <laughs> well, look, I mean, there's a, a couple things. So, I mean, first of all, what I do like about this group, and I think I've told most of you guys individually, not even together, is the fraternal feel and how everybody truly does support each other, right? And so, and I will answer your question in just a second. So I think that that's a big deal. And, and it seems like a silly thing to us, right? But it's a big thing, man, because there's egos all over the place. Like everybody's got an ego. We, we, every one of us have egos here or we wouldn't be here. But, you, but if, just because you have an ego doesn't mean you're an asshole. Right? We won't edit that. So it's a so so that's so that so that's a that's a well, I mean, that's you can have you can have egos and, and assholes or egos without them, and so you, we have egos to be where we are. But that but but that doesn't mean we can't work together and be happy for everybody else's success, and you know the liking of everybody's. I mean, everybody legitimately is all in on everything at all times. You need to drive somebody else to the to the airport tomorrow, I'll go do it. We need to go, I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. That's the deal. So to your question, my son's 14, super raw. Baseball player really up until about two years ago said, I don't want to play baseball. Say, I don't want to play baseball in high school. Um, so I'm not gonna play baseball. And I said, you gotta pick a sport. And he goes, okay, golf. So it happened to be the sport that I've been in the industry in for 25 years. So I'm all in. So earlier this year, Tony contacts me and, you know, because we've had a little bit of a relationship and, and, you know, with some of the other people that he knows. He's like, come up, see what we're doing. Let's, let's do it. And for Brady, he's just so raw. He's got a lot of athletic ability, but he's just so raw. He's 14 going on 12. You know, he is. He's just a young, but full <laughs> of energy. To tons of, tons of energy, super raw, just doesn't know. But what's a big deal for him that I don't even think you guys really like? Like, I mean, he showed up here and Andy Ogletree's here. Dude played in the Masters. He didn't just play in the Masters. He played in the Masters with Tiger Woods and didn't just play in the Masters with Tiger Woods. He beat Tiger Woods. He was in the cabin at the end of the whole thing. Right? Yes, and spending the night in the crow's nest the night before on Wednesday night, waking up in the morning, walking downstairs, going to the first tee, playing golf with Tiger Woods. You know what? My 14-year-old son knows that. He knows that. So he's showing up and he's out there today and he's watching him. And so that's a big deal. And if every one of our and, kids and then turned he's, out to be like Andy Ogle, we'd have done a hell we're of a gold. job. We're gold. And even above that, though, he knows these kids are in college. That's where he wants to be. He's not even in high school yet. He's going to be in high school in a couple of weeks. But he knows in four years, if he keeps progressing how he has over the last two, then he's got a chance to do what some of these other guys would do and be them in four years coming back to some of your schools. And it's just fun as a dad to watch that. I get to hang out with you guys. We've got good relationships. 
And, um, you know, you we'll talk about the whole way home. No, man, dude, I'm, <laughs> I could push that button as well as anybody, my man, as well as anybody. <laughs> so one of the things I like is, is these kids that we're getting that are athletes like this. Are or aren't? Are. Yeah. You know, we're getting so many of these kids, we're talking about raw talents, that come to us <laughs> and they've played baseball, they've played other sports. I mean, to me, they're the easy, not easy, I mean, easy isn't the right word, but like they get it so damn fast. I mean, why is that? It's just athletic development. You know, when you play like multi-sports, like you're gonna, you're gonna be able to move in different planes a lot easier than someone who just stays in a single plane. So when you think about Brady who played baseball, he had to really move in a multi-planer sport like baseball. So that developed him to come to a, a sport like golf, which is rotary, just like baseball. So he's almost, when you have more athletes, they have more fundamentals and they've went through the, the immersion of becoming athletic, right? So mm -hmm. if you have a kid that plays basketball, you know, AAU, or you have little league baseball, pop one football, like the, all of those things contribute to the building, the athleticism of the child or the kid or the individual. And then, then they can start to specialize in specific things. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see a lot of multi-sport athletes usually sooner or later, like Brady decides to pick one sport and they go with it. This is a question. I don't know the answer, but I wonder, cause we have more and more kids like that, mm -hmm. but they seem to love this environment. And so what I wonder is, do they love the team environment because they're used to being part of a team and having more people around them versus the kids that only are pushed to golf, mm -hmm. only do golf, and they're just solitary, they're out there, and they're kind of lonely. But it's interesting to me, though, like, because these kids that are athletes are used to playing team sports. Like, some of these kids, you're just looking at the ones that are here, they've played a bunch of other sports. They seem to embrace the fact that they've got a whole group of people around them and mm -hmm. trying to help them, which is more what happens in other sports. Like, if you're on the football team, like, the head coach doesn't coach every single position, yeah. right? That's just interesting to me. Hey, Tony, I've got an idea on that. I see these. I go to a lot of junior tournaments, you know, and watch some kids here and there that I'm teaching. And if you go and you watch all the kids coming off the practice tee and walking to the first tee, they all look like they're walking to a death march. They don't look like they're going out to have any fun doing anything. And I do think that the kids that come to these camps, they see the four or five or six of us, whatever we have, you know, and none of us are trying to get over on each other. We're all trying to support each other. You know, nobody ever shoots a jab out trying to make the other guy look dumb or, or make them look smart, however the case may be. You know, and they see us with an attitude of really trying to put a whole team together for their benefit. And then I think when they see the other kids that are there, they're more apt to do the same thing. They're not really out to get every other kid there, which, you know, you know, you go to some of these tournaments and it looks like, man, they're all wanting to go out there and slaughter each other. And and, and I think that I, I, there's nobody who likes to compete more than me and you, right? We used oh, yeah. to play a lot of golf together and we always wanted to win, but we were friends as well as trying to beat each other and there's a fine line there between kind of acting maybe inappropriate trying to win and maybe just competing trying to win you know and I think that may put a little bit of a inspiration to our kids where they're out there trying to help each other as well as help themselves because they all have their own dreams and 
aspirations. So I don't know. Maybe that maybe that helps. I don't know what the secret is. I think there's a the lot docks. of energy uh, amongst all of us as well because when we work, we're only working with one person at a time too. We don't work in teams normally, and so I think we come to these camps with a lot of energy that we feed off each other, and I think the kids pick up on that. Say, these guys are having a good time, and they're all here for us. Because when we're home, you're teaching one guy at a time, you're working with one guy at a time, you got one client at a time, I got one client, there's no one to bounce ideas off. And when we're all together, there's a lot of energy, a lot of positive energy, and I think these kids pick up on that. I think the energy is, you can feel the energy. I know when we were in the Bay today, I, I just, for me, the favorite thing is sometimes, like when I'm at home, I've got to be like the main guy in the Bay, right? Like the guy's there to see me or the kid's there to see me. I like being able to step back and watch what other people have to say. And I think it's important. I don't think you could just do this with five randos. I think you got to have, <laughs> right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's true. I look forward right. to coming to these trips now, not only for the work, but to to be with you guys. Like we've right. This is awesome. Like this is fun. But I think having five or six people that you trust and you know have yeah. the same goals in mind and the same ulterior motives makes it work. But I think that like uh, it's for me, it's fun to sit back and get everybody's opinion on things. And it's like you kind of touched on it, Scott. Like people aren't afraid to jump in. Like out of nowhere yesterday like we're sitting there working with a kid out of nowhere colby comes walking in with a band right like we're not even talking about a band or doing something all of a sudden he grabs somebody's leg and yanks it and starts doing it right <laughs> you know so it's so it's different you know well for sure none of us ever have our walls up you know i mean we walk in we're glad to see each other like doc said everybody you know we don't get to see each other often because everybody's so busy right but I know I'm certainly glad to see everybody, and I look forward to seeing everybody. If I could figure out a way to get a gig down here, I'm going to tell you what, y'all would see a lot <laughs> of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we all walk in, we're happy to see each other, but nobody has their walls up trying to prove anything. We're all just here trying to have fun and, and teach some kids and maybe learn something from each other, you know, which, uh, which I think is the coolest part of the whole deal. <laughs> Scott, what do you think about the mix of using, like, I think sometimes if you watch some of the stuff we do, we probably get people think we don't use any science or technology if you looked at like me and Wayne or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But I think we probably use way more of it than people think. And talk about the mix of that and how science and technology is kind of blended with what Colby does and what Greg does and really what I call just good old-fashioned can teach it. Yeah, right? I mean, there's sometimes where like, the kid just needs to fix the grip and like and Wayne will wheel in there and fix the grip because like, he's the grip yeah and like all the ground force in the world is gonna, isn't going to fix a good grip or isn't going to fix a poor grip so yeah you need to have the appropriate tool for the problem and if it's a physical issue Colby wheels there and then fixes it right. if it's a grip issue we got that if it's a mental issue if it's a posture issue you generally reel in there and fix their posture at the start like so I feel like we all kind of have our little ways and, and yeah technology is great but like those little kids at the start of the day, like if they can't hit the ground with the club, like their path doesn't matter at that point, right? Like if you can't make solid contact with the ball, your path and your angle of attack is... Well, I mean, if you can't even hold the club because you're strong enough, right? <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. Right. But... And so, But I think we have, we can attack it from any level. And if somebody is really like, you know, those kids that are playing college golf now and have tons of speed and now path and angle of attack do matter and now their ground forces do matter, 
and even the, the the technology can help even the the you know not so good players, right? A lot of times we just get them balanced. Like well, heck, people today. The, the adults we had this afternoon. No offense to them, they're beginners. No, they and, yeah. and they but they were awesome people, right? Yeah. But the first one, when Jackson brought him into us, he said, "Pivot, pivot, <laughs> no pivot," right? Yeah. But you were able to use swing cattle, show them they had no turn back, yeah. right? I postured, Colby postured him better, yeah. showed him how to turn back better. I showed him, Wayne and I showed him how to stretch his arms and go through a little bit, right? We all kind of fed well, in the on team there. Effort. The right? team effort. And that guy picked up 100 yards. 100 yards. He was carrying it 20 yards when he showed up. He was leaving it, carrying it like beginner, 130 Beginner, or right? Yeah. yeah. That's uh, that was one of the most impressive lessons I've ever seen, and it was a team effort, which I think was awesome. And those are the moments, right? Some, like those are the moments that makes it as special as it is. Yeah, made that guy enjoy the game a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, he's not gonna win tournaments and stuff. He yeah. just wants to go have a good time playing. Absolutely, but I mean, just it's moments like that that makes everybody on the team better. Yeah, we were able to be a part of something. It's cool. It's about what we give back, and as we kind of wrap this up, in the next few minutes. We talked about mentoring the kids, right? But one thing I've become more passionate about, probably because I've had so many folks take an interest in me. I mean, I'd end, I'd probably still be like on the street somewhere living outside a Waffle House if it wasn't, I mean, serious. It'd have been a good Waffle House, but, and I wouldn't have been alone, but I'd have been outside of Waffle House, but sixth or seventh wife. But if it wasn't for people like Wayne, Woody, and Hank Johnson, early on and now folks like greg and colby and scott like shit i wouldn't be near the teacher i am right and and again that friend like we all look out for each other and you know but now i look forward to trying to help the younger teachers like Derek Svoboda, who's here who's such a good young teacher and like i want to give him props because you brought it up earlier very few teachers are secure enough to bring in other teachers that may have more success at the time, mm-hmm. right, just because of age and we're older, to come in and <laughs> do this place. and involve them to their place because they want to get better. And folks like Jackson, I think Jackson's one of the great young teachers in the game, and, and he gets it, and Morgan Hale. Like, I think one of the other cool things of what we're doing with this is the opportunity for the teachers and the people behind us to gain to gain knowledge and understanding and for us to help them. And to me, that's a huge deal. And I think I'm overly about it because like, literally, I mean, I, I was a waste toy. <laughs> Colby, we'd had fun, but I, I didn't have much of a future going for me. But uh, I had to go chase a $5 bill one time, Wayne did, across the parking lot of a Waffle House because I may not have ate if he wouldn't have caught it. It's, it, it's a true, <laughs> true story, right? He used to run faster back in those days. <laughs> Yeah, a little you can bit. Do your role though. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I'm just saying. Like, I think that's important. I think that's important. What we do is, and I know you get it. I mean, a lot of the folks that work under me, they call you and pick your brain all the time. You probably get sick of Morgan and Jackson pulling no, up on your phone, but <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, but it's all about making everybody around us better, and if you, it's it's leaving the best impact you can, you know, like the difference you can make in in people's lives and into their success i mean it's all part of the dream right so mm-hmm. and we're all chasing it so if i can be part of, of anyone's journey i mean it's always an honor to do that i think one of the cool things about all of us is if you look pulled up all our pga tour apps right now we'd have all of each other's players starred right mm-hmm. and we would pull for we pull for them all the time how many times do you text me about a guy greg te- i text greg or Scott blows my phone. Hey, what about this? Wayne, same thing. 
And I think that's one of the cool things about what we do is that we pull for each other. Absolutely. Greg, I'm gonna let you give the parting thoughts because I feel like Me? this has pretty been pretty a, a pretty deep. It's pretty deep. It's much deeper than most of these we do. I need so, you to come in and, and because set us everybody free. that look, first of all, if you if you have Twitter, you need to follow at GC3 because every now and then he puts out some <laughs> deep philosophical stuff. I do that for you. I know. Yeah. Like a couple of those Buddha ones. After I read them and looked it up, what yeah, it meant, good I stuff. knew they were good. <laughs> uh, I don't have much to say other than that. I, I get back to what I said before about the energy of us and our friendships and our pulling for each other rubs off on the kids. And I think they come here and they learn, but they have fun first. And that's what's most important. Guys, couldn't do it without you. Appreciate everything. This has been a hell of a trip. we got one more morning left. This is the last night at Ocean Reef. Actually, Andy and I are here tomorrow night. So, <laughs> But uh, anyways, I appreciate everything you guys do every one of you jay included jay you're kind of, in the last few months coming and doing all this man you've been awesome with all the help and bouncing things off of you it's fun to have a family on the road and have a family that's so invested in doing this and uh guys we're gonna keep doing this and keep having some fun and wayno congratulations again thanks Steve. um awesome stuff wayno wayno the drano colby keep killing them you're yes, the best sir. at gc3 you're on a roll GC3 keep tearing nice. it up baby scott Thanks for explaining things. Don't understand me. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back. I'll be back next week with another tour coach.